Hello friends and welcome to what I'm sure is going to be quite an emotional Kings of Anglia Ipswich Town podcast today. Yes friends, as you may have seen on social media last night, Tuesday night, we're going to say goodbye to one of our own today and it's going to be emotional. It's going to hit you right in the feels and hopefully also in the funny bone. I am Mark Heath, I'm your host and with me for the last time ever, my three best friends. I'm going to start with Rossi because you're looking very sharp, Rossi, the prospect. Um, How are you, my friend? I'm really well, thank you. For for the listeners, I've got a fresh trim. That's why I'm looking sharp. Um, but yeah, it's going to be emotional. Um, I've probably grown, well, I'm still maybe not grown up, but um, when I first probably met Hutchie, um, I was still, yeah, a kid. But now I've grown into a man, I think. I'll let Andy answer that. But yeah. That's lovely. That's very nice. Uh, Rossi, before we get on to uh, the business in hand, you've got some some good content lined up, haven't you? Can you just preview it because we're not going to we're going to do the show in a slightly different way today so stuff that's coming up i want to talk about now so you've got um a series of interviews who's, who's coming up on sunday i f- i think they're good but we'll, we'll find out if listeners and watchers think they're good uh mickey stockwell although he doesn't like to be called mickey so it's mick stockwell i need to remind people that when i said mickey he wasn't really happy so mick stockwell 600 plus games for town which is just incredible so um a good chat with him to, yeah in pictures mick stockwell and you're also working on loan reviews as well, aren't you? Of some of the kind of the, the players actually played out on loan that are going to be coming back. Look, we've been citing to how they did. So look out for those. Mickey Stockwell, 6 a.m. Right in friends. Sorry, Mick Stockwell. <laughs> He's always Mick, isn't he? I've got anyway, I've been confused. Um, right in friends. This is the last time I'm ever going to say this. Next up, it's the wet bandits. It's Stuski and Hutch. It's Thunder and Lightning. It's the dynamic duo. It's Watto and Warren. Stewie. Are you emotionally prepared for today? Uh, yeah, I am now. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> yeah, it's taken a bit of processing. I've gone through the range of emotions. We've had uh, shock, anger, denial. Now we're now we're at acceptance. So I'm ready. I'd say well, that that's where I am as well. Anger, denial, acceptance. Um, Hutchie, what have you got to say for yourself? The what's honestly the Watson anger period was a was an insight i hadn't seen it to him before yeah that was a new side a new side to him um sorry mate but um you better you better tell everyone actually because i'm just assuming everyone's already seen the news on twitter but obviously there's a lot of people listening to this on, on twitter so so what is your news Hutchie? share it with us you judas <laughs> my my news um this this is my last pod um i've written my last article which was a hundred um 101 Ipswich Town goals ranked from worst to first, which um, felt felt fitting um, because, because yeah, I'm moving on. Um, I'm, I'm going to go and work for the football club um, from next month onwards. And um, six wonderful seasons of this is, is coming to an end, sadly. Um, and it's made Stu very angry, but he's all right now. I went through a period of just not not actually wanting to talk about it, Hutchie, in the denial phase. I thought if I ignored it and didn't think about it, it wouldn't happen. But unfortunately, it is. And apparently, I was told I can't set your notice period at 15 years, which is something I've tried to do um, retrospectively. But apparently, that's not allowed. HR, the spoil sports that they are. Um, right then, friends. So, obviously, today, we're going to do a farewell pod to Hutchie. It's going to be quite self-indulgent, so bear with us. Um, but hopefully, you'll enjoy looking back over Hutchie's time with the Kings of Anglia, with the EADT uh, and we're going to reflect on some of his his finest moments. Um, and Hutchie, <coughs> obviously you've been with us, <coughs> excuse me, when did you join us? 2017, 
you joined us, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. There was I, I had a, a brief a brief period prior where probably did, nobody yeah. ever, probably nobody ever even knew I was there um, in for the twenty fifteen sixteen season. But yeah, back in um, back in meaning business from twenty seventeen eighteen season onwards. Yeah. And we poached you from um, from a big club, actually, the Mail. We got you back to your, your hometown club. Um, and I was looking, because I've got loads of pictures I keep on my phone of, of various things that we've done over the years. Uh, and I was looking, I, wonder, I wondered what the earliest picture I could find of you was. So I went back through my phone, Andy. Um, and obviously, this is going to be quite a visual podcast today, friends. So if you are just listening, you might want to consider um, watching the video as well. We'll try and describe what's going on. Anyway, I went back through my phone, Hutchie, and I found a picture of you on your first day with us, which I was surprised I even had to be honest. I can't remember taking it. Um, but there we go. I'll bring it up now. There you are. <laughs> uh, oh goodness. Uh yeah, so there you are. I think that's a picture of you in at Radio yeah. Four, uh, which again I yeah. can't remember being at, but uh there we go. For for people just uh, listening, that is um Andy's lookalike Sue Perkins. Which, uh, uh, if I I haven't got my glasses on at the moment, so you might not see it right now, but yeah. um and I'm I'm a bit chunkier now than Sue has ever has ever been, um, but yeah. If I put my glasses on five years ago, I yeah, I look like Sue Perkins. Anyway, obviously that wasn't actually you on your first day. Beautiful earliest, woman, absolutely, an excellent presenter, I must say. Um, the earliest picture I think I've actually found was via your work husband, Stuart the Doctor Watson. And boys, obviously, as I show these pictures, jump in with your memories and stuff. Um, which is this one. And this friend, so this is a picture of Stu and Andy on the roof of the old Archant building. This is when we used to um, film bits for Facebook previews, actually standing on the roof with uh, with Portman Road behind us, which we thought was was pretty nifty. Um, and this is kind of the start, I guess, of the the journey towards the podcast was, was you two kind of building your, your chemistry. Um, Back in the day, I used to be behind the camera, I recall. I don't know if this is before Rossi signed full-time for us. Um, Stewie Hutchie, do you remember these days? Heady days these were? I think we broke every health and safety rule yeah. going <laughs> to do that. Um, I think we had to steal the key from the from the janitor, essentially, to go up what was a glorified loft ladder to get up onto the roof of, of that building. To, it, was, it was worth it for that view, though. There was so much, like, there was always some stuff up there. Like, I don't know how, but, like, there were, like, chicken bones up there. And there was always there was always something on that roof that shouldn't shouldn't have been there. But we we, we filmed stuff. That office was a gold mine, wasn't it? We, on the roof there, filmed stuff in the shower. We, we used to set up the boot. The boot room was born in. <laughs> we should clarify when you say yeah, there's in the shower. <laughs> yeah, that never got released, um, that stuff. <laughs> Um, the boot room was born in the in the shower, essentially. In the shower room. Yeah, it, in in that office. Um, yeah. bef- when we had an office and didn't work work from home in this glorious setup, but um, it was a gold mine in there, proper studio building. Do you remember? I, I remember most from those days on the roof. Is um, it got to a point where people knew we were doing it in the surrounding buildings, and we uh, we used to have people start waving at us, um, <laughs> and then they'd send us messages saying, "I can see you recording your preview." Uh, on the roof that was really bizarre and i can only assume chicken bones were there actually because of the seagulls i reckon that's what 
That's well, I've got suspicions that other members of staff, one of whom no longer works for the company and listens to the show quite regularly, okay, and wh- whose logo is mm. somewhere on one of our persons was eating some lunch up there. That's my that sounds that's like my it. suspicion. I won't <laughs> I won't mention sneaking any onto names. the roof for a cheeky KFC. Yeah, is <laughs> okay. yeah. What is he like? Right, Hutchie, It'd next be great up. now to have that roof. We could we could have been giving everyone the sort of the, the updates of the pitch, couldn't we? If we'd have if we had that now. That, I mean, that was. Obviously, it was extremely convenient from our point of view, but also having that backdrop to film stuff, although clearly the wind and the rain, etc., made things difficult at times. Um, it's something that I wish we, we had now. Um, and it would have been great, actually, on the day they were promoted, wouldn't it, to have that as a backdrop? Uh, but there oh, wow, we go. Yeah. Um, friend, the next one I've got is a picture, I think, from the summer of 2018. It's, it's when it's just before it's on the way to the, the kind of full podcast team as it is now. It's just before I joined, I think. Um, and it was during the World Cup, Hutchie. And there was a diktat went out that we weren't doing enough about the World Cup when England were, were surprisingly doing quite well. Um, and so we had to jump on board, and this happened. That, friends, <laughs> is a picture of us. Uh, we were told we had to come in wearing waistcoats. Um, obviously, Gareth Southgate made waistcoats popular in that particular World Cup. Um, so we all came in one day. We went over. We overcompensated from being told off for not doing enough about the World Cup. We, we foolishly thought people were more interested in Ipswich Town. Um, and that's what we're there for. But anyway, it's a previous regime. Um, so we, we we jumped on board. We went two-footed in and we all came in wearing waistcoats. So there we've got myself, a noted waistcoat wearer back in the day. I was actually doing it before Southgate. Uh, we've got Mr Bacon, formerly of this parish, who looks like a sort of magician from the 1980s. <laughs> um, and, we've really got, and we've got Hutchie, who's given it the, the full waistcoat. Uh, and also... We're all there giving it. This is pre Ross giving it the uh, the fisty cuffs, the fists up. Do you remember anything of this period, Hutchie? I remember that Harry that Harry Kane poster that was behind your was desk, on wall, wasn't, wasn't it? it for a while, on yeah. a very very red wall mm. that just accumulated junk, essentially. Yeah, stick that on the wall. Where was where's one of those cut out eyes Paul Hurst masks? Stick that on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it all it all ended up on that red wall, didn't it? Which um which I had to look at all day and I think has done something to my vision kind of long, long term. It was too, too vibrant. It was pretty vibrant. I mean, Mickey Bacon there, he really does look like he'd call himself the great vibrato or something, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, kind of... it tip up on this morning, like do a little segment on this morning, um, like claiming he could bend a spoon or something. <laughs> um, he's intense, isn't he? Look at him. Absolutely. Uh, right then, friends. So from this point on, this is when we were doing like um, Facebook Lives, which was the like the buzzword at the time. We had to do loads of Facebook Lives, and we sat in the um, what was the meeting room in the old office, friends, if you remember that. And we used to do Facebook Lives like about fourteen times a day. It felt like um, we did a big World Cup one that day. I remember, uh, but generally speaking, we were doing Ipswich Town Facebook Lives, and from there, you and Stu were already doing the Kings of Anglia podcast. Was it actually was it called Kings of Anglia at that point, Hutchie? Can you remember? Uh, what was it called? I can't remember. There was a there was a sleeping giants. The sleeping phase. giants. There was an Ipswich Town Insights period. That's a terrible was... name. I'll, yeah. I'll be, that, that that's a really poor, really really poor name. And then then uh, there was a period where you two were sort of doing it when we worked on like um when we all worked on a Sunday. You used to come in and do a podcast. You used to disappear off into the meeting room with your phone and do a little podcast on a Sunday, didn't you? Um, I, I don't remember if it was called the Kings of Anglia then, but um, from these Facebook you, lives, yeah. Do you want to know? I've, I I've just gone on. I've just gone on our 
podcast uh, hosting portal. Do you want to know the date of the very first Kings of Kings of Anglia episode one? November the nineteenth, twenty seventeen. Wow. So you did that that whole kind of 2017-18 season, and then I came on board in the summer. I remember as a kind of um, show off, essentially. Uh, and then this is going to bring up the first video because I found that uh, I was going through all my old stuff, boys, and I found this video from the early days of the podcast, which I'm going to play now. Do you remember what I said to you in the car about um, the video that I'd do if it managed to stay up? Oh yeah, and so yeah, we get, get this, this promise on, on air. Um, so people have pointed out rightly that Andy looked like he did the video topless. Yeah. Um, and I relayed this to him while he was driving, and he said, "If they start, I will actually do one topless." Um, For real. Well, well that's the, out there now. Well, what will happen is, um, if they manage to stay up, I'll put the poll out there. Do you want me to do it topless? Yeah. Is there and an appetite? Um, if there's an appetite, I'll do it. This is a bit like the Lineker. I'll do it in my pants if Leicester win the league, isn't it? Similar kind of standing. What odds are Ipswich now to stay up? It's probably not 5,000 to 1, is it? I'm going to raise your stakes. I'll, if Ipswich stay up, I'll do it stark bollock naked. There you go. Well, I'll just look weird, so we're we'll, yeah. we'll do this at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to keep my on. You're going to be naked. Yeah. Why don't you do it bottomless? People are like screaming now, I really hope they go down. <laughs> so you heard it here first, if Town do the unthinkable, pull off the greatest single escape from relegation in championship history, Stuart Steve Watson will do a video, stark bollock naked. Nobody wants that. What kind of video? Like, yeah, what kind what of video? What are you what doing? Just like, uh, you know, just our post-match verdict thing. Oh, right. still so, stand if there with st- so if they stay up on the final day against Leeds? Yeah. yeah. It's just going to be a naked... The video will just be done naked. Is that that video? Amongst the Leeds fans. Yeah. There we go, friends. That My first take from that is the audio quality was appalling because we were just basically recording that on an iPhone in a, in a room, in the smallest room we could find. And also I'd forgotten, Stu, that at one time your nickname was Steve because of the Paul Lambert era. Um, but that was basically what we did around that because obviously clearly the first season that we all did the podcast, Ipswich Town were terrible. That was the uh, the season they went they went down, wasn't it? Uh, under Paul Hurst. Um, so we're, we're basically trying to do things to amuse ourselves. And I remember back in the day, in that season, we didn't really talk a lot about football. We spent times talking about things like our favourite crisps. Still available, by the way, friends. The uh, the only ever Kings of Anglia extra time special. Still one of the most listened to things we've ever done. Go and find that now. Um, do you remember that particular podcast, Stewie Andy? Um, those bold proclamations. That uh-huh. wonderful nude top, Hutchie. Have you still got that? Yeah, I've still my hair. If that was a describe, where were we? And that was that. What ground was that? Accrington, which probably seems fitting. Um, yeah, I'm glad they went down. That was <laughs> that would have been horrendous, wouldn't it? Absolutely horrendous. I don't know if I don't know if me and Stu's friendship would have survived a, a naked video. I think that is really that's the, the testing but, point, isn't it, of any friendship. Can you film naked together? <laughs> I know it is for me anyway. Um, Rossi, you obviously put that teaser together. Um, so you were part of the team by then. What were, you, what, what were your first memories, kind of impressions of Hutchie at the time? Obviously, you thought he was a fecking legend straight away, I'd imagine. I'm more worried of what he thought of me. I think we actually did do a podcast, like 10 questions with Andy. I think I was questioning him and his first impressions of me. Um, I was I was shy then, weren't I? I was really shy. I was like... You were the big dogs, and I was just there to like 
do you want any help with anything? Like we're going to film anything? Can we film a video, please? Please. Um, well, a lot's changed since then, bloody hell. But um, but no, I know you guys. Once again, this this is all about Hutchie, but you guys just helped me a lot back then. And um, I know Hutchie was definitely well up for doing content, and uh, yeah, he was very helpful in the, those early days when you were a boy. <laughs> I was a boy. <laughs> And he was a young whippersnapper. You were, though, Ross. Back in the day, you were scared to talk to anyone. I remember the first kind of initial things we wanted to get you to do was, like, get the fan reaction. And you basically said, I don't want to talk to any fans. It's not really me, you said. And now look at you. <laughs> Bloody Mr. Showman. He's got your own mic routine and everything. He's got his gold jacket, his bow tie, his own mic routine. And can, uh, <laughs> exactly. and can't, can't move around the outside of a football ground without being swamped by his mates. Yeah, the Ross Posse. Uh, right then, so Ross is on board, and through that connection, friends, we got a new location for the podcast. And here we go. This is the first day in the bunker, the uh, the, the studio we recorded in until COVID stopped everything. That's where we recorded the podcast, and this is you on the first day. I believe, Hutchie, this is you mid-mailbag jingle uh, on the first show that we did. Um so what are your memories of that? It's a beautiful picture, I must say. You really you really do enjoy singing the mailbag jingle. Uh, a crooner. Um <laughs> I like that little studio. It was good, wasn't it? We um that was too short lived that because it obviously COVID brought a brought a stop to that. But um that made it feel a bit proper, didn't it? We started to started to feel like it was a proper proper podcast then. The um, the audio quality went through the roof obviously ross mm. that's when you kind of really joined the team because you were the you were the only one you had to do all the buttons at that point in the radio studio you, so you say that i mean <laughs> producer ross i do remember on at least one occasion we got quite deep into some of these podcasts and uh, realized <laughs> yeah. that the record button hadn't been hit and we had to start again how many times did that happen uh yeah at least twice once was oh, like 20, one was 20 minutes one was definitely <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes it and Ross would just go kind of deathly white and go, <laughs> oh, I, I don't get recording. And I think you took, you probably took like five minutes to work up the courage to tell us as well. Yeah. So just, 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 <laughs> we just, we just kept going for even longer. Oh dear. Yeah, I also remember that, that studio, that's uh, where Ross dropped the, the first and only C-bomb <laughs> in, in KOA live history, which is the only time we've actually had to edit. No, I think there were two times we've had to edit things out. Uh, that was one of them. I won't, I won't mention the other one. Um, which then obviously the, 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 the genesis from that point, boys, was we got very full of ourselves. I certainly did. Um, and that meant this happened next. This is the poster for the first and only official Kings of Anglia live which we did uh, in December 2019 at the Smokehouse, which was adjacent to the studio. And this picture, friend, um, is a picture taken from, I believe it's still on. It's from Google Earth. This is where we used to swan off like the big dogs we were in the morning for a breakfast meeting at McDonald's. We'd leave all the rest of the losers in the office, the news people. We'd go off to McDonald's to talk strat. Um, and we were captured on our way there one morning. Uh, and it eventually appeared on Google Earth. It's, it's still there, I believe. Uh, for some reason, we're all walking in completely different directions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and we kind of looks like an album cover um, from the kind of not the nineties. Uh, so we duly used it as the uh, as a poster for the first KRA Live. Sold out in twenty five minutes. Just saying. Um, there we go. Is that Theresa May in the top left? 
<laughs> and that's the real story. Theresa May was in the, the KO Live image. Um, and then, of course, we went on. We did KO Live, boys. And here's the picture from it. What's happened there? <laughs> that's weird. I've obviously used the wrong picture. Ross is going to be furious with me because he said, don't use images that don't fill, fill the screen. So I'll, I'll put that down quickly. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Um, that's the end of, of uh, a glorious first and only ever KOA Live, uh, boys. What are your memories of that day? I remember um, being told off by my wife for um, basically I, I ended up swearing like a pissed up t- sailor with Tourette's that day. Um, people kept buying me red striped beers and I kept drinking them. Um, and the F1 count at the end was gargantuan. Uh, as a result, I am known to swear quite a lot, um, which wasn't wasn't big or clever. But um, there's a memorable you had, night. You had a bit of a head start on us on the drinking front. We'd obviously we were making a late dash back across from the ground, having covered mm. the game. You, you'd been setting up, and uh, I think you were a few beers in by the time by the time we arrived. There was a bit of shadow boxing before you went <laughs> on stage, and we went for a, we went for a sort of a post debrief curry didn't we afterwards and i just remember you just that went all right didn't it that was all was that all right that was okay wasn't it that was all right yeah and it was yeah. all right it was great yeah what a, wonderful, ended, what a, what ended, a fun night it ended with us all singing sweet caroline i recall um which you later said hutchie you can't stand as can't, a song. I can't stand it and, that, and that's another thing that covid got in the way of as well because we were well down the road planning another one weren't we before, we're going um, to do a, a bigger and better one, weren't we? Yeah, we, we had a date and everything. Yeah, but then another C bomb, a COVID bomb hit. Yeah, that's coming. Don't you worry, Stu, Hutchie. Uh, and we are going to talk about that, not in any great depth. But finally, before we move on to something completely different, there's something very cool that you and uh, Stewie did, which we talked about on the pod back in the day. And that that I can't remember what period this was, but um, you you'll be able to fill me in for the time frame. That was this. This was the day you went to Portman Road. You played at Portman Road um, wearing the new kits. So, obviously, Hutchie, you'll know what kit this is, what season this is. Um, yep. When was this? That's the summer the summer of 2019. So, um, yeah, just before the start of the first League One season. What do you, what, when you look back at those kits now, Stewie and Hutchie and Rossi, what did, you, what did you make of them, honestly? Obviously, at the time, we had to say they were great, but... Um, what did you make of them now? I've got mine in front, right in front of me on the wall. Um, and with a picture of me and Stuart in the frame. Oh, that, that picture, in fact. Is that when you had numbers and everything? Yep, number 12. Yeah. Watson 12. 6. Stuart, what are your memories of that day? You, you played a bunch of like foot, footy freestylers, didn't you? Or something, I recall. Yeah, the Adidas F2 freestylers that are huge on youtube and very good at football certainly uh in comparison to our ragtag bunch of of media journalists and and whatnot um that was hard work me and andy did 45 minutes each and um were absolutely blowing at the end of it what was it like playing on the hollow pitch though it's not obviously that's something that not a lot of people can say they've done unless they're professional footballers yeah that was great um yeah very yeah, very memorable. Big, big thank you to Lee Hyde, who uh, was in charge of like kits and stuff and merchandise at the club at that point for for inviting us. That was a a little bit of a dream. Um, we got battered though, didn't we? Was it seven seven one or something? Dan Palfrey from 
from the club scored our goal late on. But I think if it wasn't for James Pullen, our goalkeeper, that it could have been absolutely horrendous. And also, you say you you played some football freestylers. Um, Rossi was there. He did a kind of big behind-the-scenes video from the day. That was your first kind of real in-depth video, wasn't it, Rossi? I remember. Um, And part of that, unfortunately for you, Hutchie, he captured this. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and that he is the number that's I think that's is that Jer- Jeremy Lynch is that his name he is yeah. like the number one he is the he is the freestyler so that was that was he played in soccer aid didn't he yeah Siri just just analyze this for me I mean would this would this qualify <laughs> as, as twisted blood is this twisted blood <laughs> um yeah I think you probably would have to put that in in that category yeah I mean what should Hutchie have done here multiple Other- replays <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah. what what, what he should, what should have done, done is absolutely just smashed him put him, just straight, smash him. straight over the advertising hall just one more yeah. time shall we just watch don't this don't take Look at this mate <laughs> <laughs> actually you took it in, in, uh, in good grace though i must say um i would have got quite angry at that point um that, that's because a few minutes earlier i'd, I'd dispossessed the, that big unit bloke from the only way is essex whose name i can't remember <laughs> but he was probably the biggest man I've ever stood next to who's in huge what was his name I can't remember either but I do I do remember the uh I do remember the little the little tackle slash interception that was good yeah. my two right, moments Fred, there one terrible Fred, one decent I like that uh I'm not going to play it again but we have already played it four times um friends so we're, we're midway through this this nostalgic look back at Hutchie's life and times with us um and I thought it'd be remiss of us on this final show with Hutchie, not to feature uh, a feature which, which which gained life of its own and became almost bigger than the show itself, so much so that we had to do it at the first live podcast, and it still lives on. Um, and it's it's presented by young young prospect Ross. It was uh, Ross is now looking nervous. <laughs> you asked me to get my jacket off. I got it in the other room. Can I? Unbeli- <laughs> unbelievable. You had you had one job. I said Ross. Make sure you've got the gold jacket for the strike. You said, yep, yep, no problem. So can I'm, I go I'm into it? I'm going to fill, Ross, while you uh, you disappear. So this this basically was kind of Ross's big way into the show, wasn't it? He started doing <clears> this as a weekly feature, um, and it gained kind of cult following because it was basically shambles every single week. Um, and so much so that we ended up doing it on the on the Life podcast, where Ross purchased said gold jacket he's hopefully going to return with now. Uh, and Hutchie, I thought we'd do a special Hutchie's Life and Times with KOA strike today. So we haven't done a strike host... in ages, have we? No, well, the, did... the strike, it, it became, it got to the point where the strike was taking like half an hour, if you remember. Um, <laughs> here, here we go. go. <laughs> here oh, look at him. Amazing. <laughs> Ross, I'm going to hand over to you now, virtually. You are now the host. This is your segment. Over to you. Still fits, so that's a good thing. Um, so I'm wearing a hoodie here. Ginger Pickle, shout out. Um, okay, then. Uh, we normally do this on the fan social, so it's still alive for, mm-hmm. for the viewers and listeners out there. But, um, yes. Uh, have we got a Barry Cotter intro? Um, no. Okay. He is, Rossi, he is... you've, you've forgotten. Come on. Oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. My bad. Uh, I'll, I'll play it. Don't worry. I'll play it. Uh, <laughs> What's going 
I said two things. I said, make sure you've got the gold jacket. Make sure you've got the intro music. Producer Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Which is going to start now. Although it's not played the Hutchie words. I mean, the, Hutchie is on there, Ross. If you just let it play a little bit. Do you want me there. to just do it now? So, <laughs> just do it now. Just do it now. Just do it now. <laughs> this Hello is and welcome by. to the strike. Brought to you by the greatest quiz show host on planet Earth, producer Ross. Thank you. Thank you for that intro, Hachi. Nailed that, um, we? All of us. Yeah, we have. Oh. We have indeed. Uh, we've got eight questions. Is that a lot? Well, a we, lot can, we can expedite it, but um, yeah, yeah, let's roll. We've got eight questions, plus a tiebreaker if needed. Um, the question is, who's going to be the winner this week? Uh, question one is on Colin Quainer. Remember it? <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Vaguely. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. Quainers, uh, yeah. He scored um, in the game against Leeds, which of course we, we well, we're ready ready to get at that at that point. But what a game that was! What game was that was that was? Um, what squad number did he wear during his time at Town? Was it forty two, forty five, or forty nine? Do we need to write something down? Oh yeah, pen and paper. <laughs> I was under the impression that this was going to be like a, a Andy themed strike. I was oh. waiting for a load of Andy <laughs> questions, but well, let's go with Colin Quainer. <laughs> uh, I just, got no I just paper. got told to do a strike. Don't worry. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, at home, play at home as well. Um, let us know how you get on. Uh, I'm ready to reveal. Okay. No nope. reveal. Yes. Forty-five. It's incorrect. It's forty-two. Mm-hmm. I think what? it's forty-two. I think it's forty-two. You sure? Mm, I'm not sure. That's correct. <laughs> oh, he does not get scored. Yeah, I'm going to say he doesn't get his scored numbers wrong. wrong. I'm just going to double check while we. Uh... This is going. Oh yes, anyway. it is. For, it is forty-five. It is forty-five. <laughs> Excellent. <So> now... <laughs> okay, we're off. This well, is that. everything I hope for. <laughs> Question two. Tremendous. Is on the pizza trophy. Of course, Hutchie loved the pizza trophy. Um, mm. It was was it a checker trade at first, weren't it? It was a checker trade. Ch- checker trade leasing dot com. Yes. Um, then no one sponsored it. Then pizza. Pizza. Auto windscreen shields to me. LDV vans. Got some paint. Um, but yeah, question two is on who scored Town's first goal in the pizza trophy or whatever it was back then. Was it Roberts, Jordan Roberts, Emmy Hughes, or Will Keane? It was a two-one win over Spurs on the twenty ones at Portman Road. Heady days. Sadly, never got the chance to go to Wembley, did we, in that, that trophy? Just every time we just bottled it, just lost. Beaten by Arsenal on the 21s, West Ham on the 21s. Uh, ridiculous. Scores, of course, is 1-1-1, one, 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 um, despite me getting the, <laughs> the answer of question one. So Hughes, Hughes. I've got it wrong. Um, I say J-Rob. I can't remember. It, no, it's actually, it is Jordan Roberts. He scored yeah. a brace that evening. And that is correct because I have to just double check. <laughs> so uh, two one, uh, two one one. So he is in the lead going into question three, and sadly Barry Cotter didn't feature in this strike in terms of his voice or his face. 
but he does have a question because he scored, of course, that winning penalty against Peter Barra in the the trophy. Uh, what was his squad number during his time at town? 28, 37 or 42? I'm just going to double check the answer just in case. But I should know this because, like, you know, he's my boy. That's Given you thought 42 was the right answer to the first question, you then recycled <laughs> it. <laughs> that, that could be one of the reasons why I thought maybe the answer was 42 because I know there's another option. Don't know if that gives that away, maybe. Well, it kind of does. Yeah. 37. Uh, I'm going to say oh. 42 again. <laughs> Correct answer. And of course, he's got it right. It is 37. Oh. So he does get a point. So 2 Vamos. 2 1. There we go. Uh, question four is on a man that's. Uh, Hutchie and Stu would have spent a lot of time with, and that is Paul Lambert, sadly. Um, how many games did he win for town in 113 matches? Closest to the correct answer gets the point. If you get it bang on, you get two points. Oh, man. So, uh, 113 games. How many wins? Shot and dark time. It's been a you know, period where we scored, you know, won a lot of games in that first league one season. Yeah, second league one season, but then, yeah, some other not good games. I don't know if this is too low, but I'm going with it. Too high. Okay, but I'm going with it. You see mine. Is that 28? 28. Okay, 53, 51. Uh, no one's got a bang on. Uh, the correct answer is 37. Oh. So, so I win. You win. You're closest. So now a point for you. That's three, rubbish, two, isn't it? Not great. Yeah, no. I thought I thought I was going too low, but in, in obviously I did actually go too low. But that is not a good record, is it? Yeah. Twenty-eight draws, bad. forty-eight defeats, thirty-two point <clears throat> seven win percentage. So uh, not too good. Um, from one pool to another, Paul Cook. Yes. Uh, the question on him is: What is his middle name? Is it Andrew? <laughs> Anthony or Alistair? Well, Aliaster, as you've written it there. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm assuming the boys know this. I'm just guessing. <clears throat> I don't know this. Okay. Anthony. 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 Yeah, all Anthony. correct. You're all correct. What's, the score, What's, the, just, uh, on. What's the score there? Four, three, two. Yeah. Formation. Yeah. Somewhat formation. That's not formation. If, if, uh, you've had a man, if you've had a man sent off. Yes. There we go. There we go. Uh, question six is on how many different players scored the two hundred and sixty goals during the four seasons in League One. Once again, closest to the correct answer gets the point. If you get it bang on, you get two points. I'm just going to write down the. Uh, the scores because I'm gonna forget. I know I am. How many different players scored during Town's time in League One? So 260 goals scored. Yeah, this we just talking league goals. Uh, yes, yes, league goals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> league goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. League goals. Uh, Do you know what? This is more like relaxing on the fan social because I've got the big dogs. I'm like. I'm flustered. It's very kind of to say. <laughs> uh, to be fair, on the fan social, the strike is, is a shambles as well. So actually, it doesn't matter. Too low. I think I might have gone too low again, but I'm going to go with it. 
Okay. I took this from I don't know who did the story. I think it would would have been you, Hutchie, actually, who would have written yeah, the story for this. I can't so, remember. I can't remember it. That was two no. weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-five. Wow. Let's do thirty-eight. Twenty-five. I've gone twenty-five, which seems really low. Sixty-five is a lot as well. Um, thirty-eight's not too bad, and Hutchie is the closest because it is forty-four oh, different players. 24. So it's four. 4-2. That's the formation. Um, there we go. Nailed it. Question seven. Um, this season, I think we're going to bring it up later, um, we went to Bracknell Town, Bottom Meadow, which was an interesting ground. I never thought we'd ever see it's just town side go to a non-league team. What what tier was that? Seventh tier or eighth tier, ninth tier? Step seven, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. incredible. Wings and tings and all that. Uh, but what was the capacity of Bracknell Town? Once again, closest to the closest gets the point. Uh, I should know this because I did a story about this. Sold, of course, sold out. Um, yeah, that's a great evening. I enjoyed that. Are we talking about the the kind of the the accepted capacity or or how many fans got in that night? Just the the normal, the normal. what you can find on Wikipedia. <laughs> 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 so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, 1200. Stu, three, 300. I think I've said 300, <laughs> and Hutchie said 3000. Only 300. Not this what is the I, whole what, capacity. What this am I talking whole... about? What am I talking about? An absolute mare there. <laughs> it, it was, the, <laughs> I remember exactly what it is now, anyway. It's uh, 1,950. Oh, so Stu, Stu's a close Stu wins. Stu wins that. I'd just like to apologize to uh, to, to Kane SB and everyone associated with Bradley, who we spent quite a lot of time talking to. <laughs> so it's a uh, 4 4 3 now, going into the final question. So a chance for Stu to take it to a tiebreaker or Hutch or Heafy to win it. Um, and it is closest to the correct answer in total. Town played 174 league matches during their stay in League One. How many were wins? I mean, again, Let's this get... stat featured in Hutchie's recent thing, I, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah, I Would can't remember. Nah, it's a stat many... you have to think. How many? Of course, if you get a bang on, Stu, you could win it. You could win it here. <laughs> Bloody love it if I win it now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. We are still going to use a tiebreaker, because why not? Because why not? Because you have to. Why not? Yeah. Uh, how many how many matches did they win in League One out of 174 games? That's uh, the question, Mark. I know. I'm just um, I'm hoping it might be which I'm I can't remember what I wrote. I'm going to say I'm going to say that. That's what I'm going to put. Okay. Okay. Ready. Steady. Go. 89, 65, 69. Very nice. Uh, correct answer. Does end with nine, but it's seventy nine. Oh. oh, so what did you put, Hutchie? Eighty nine. Ah, oh, you win then. Well, it means you get a point each. Don't oh, of course, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, tie, yeah, absolutely. Which means you can do a tie break for the second place, which means we get Ross's tie break question. Yes. So has, has Hutchie won? Just to clarify, so, Hutchie has won overall. But as we do on the fan social. 
are you going to gamble, Andy? Are you going to gamble? Ooh. He's won. No. No. It's a big decision. <laughs> Up for the sportsmanship, and you know, I've I've won, but would I like to give my opponents a chance out of the goodness of my heart an extra chance? No, (laughs) (laughs) so we need to do a tiebreaker to decide who gets uh first loser place. No, I'm gonna gamble, of course, I'm gonna gamble. They have to get it bang on to win, though. Okay, so this question they got to get the the answer bang on to win if they don't if they're closest they don't win it's just a win so um and of course I, th- I thought we had to end with a tiebreaker with a man that has been part of this journey and part of just i think one of hutchie's favorite players Janoy Danashian has made 123 town appearances without scoring but how many assists has he made Ooh. so yeah 123 town appearances, no goals. We thought he was going to score at some stage, a winning goal. Maybe the championship. Now he's waiting for the championship, maybe. Do you know what uh, Denashian? Denaissance, of course. Hutchie came yeah. up with that. Copyright. Trademark. Right. I've got my answer. Okay. Eight by Stu. Nine by Heafy. Seven by Hutchie. We've gone very close. Somebody... Has got a bang on. <laughs> and that man <laughs> is. Let's go check. Mm-hmm. It is Heafy. It's nine. <laughs> <laughs> Gracious. Understated, um, understated celebrations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speech, Chiefy, you've won. You've don't no, come on, let's crack on. There's I'd no like to thank, yeah, I'd like on. to thank my family, uh, my friend. <laughs> no. So, so Hotchi technically won the last ever strike, yeah, technically won, but, but I really you stole did it. actually win. Okay, yeah. superb. Outro, Rossi. Uh, Barry Cotta couldn't uh, be with us tonight, but um, we were joined by Paul Lambert, Paul Cook, and Paul Hurst. No, not really. Um, thanks for listening to another strike. Um, Andy Warren, it's been a pleasure for you to be a competitor on it, a contestant. Um, yeah, see you next time. There we go. How do you feel about that, Hutchie? The last time you'll ever take part yeah. in a strike. I imagine you're pretty choked <laughs> um, up right now. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, I wasn't expecting that to hit me today. Um <laughs> You're reconsidering now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a shambolic game show, that. <laughs> Absolutely shambolic. I mean, I don't know. I, that could not have gone better, slash worse, as, as an example of the genre that you invented, Ross. Forgetting the jacket, getting the first <laughs> question wrong, forgetting you had the intro music. Um, superb. Right, friends, let's move on. This next section, Hutchie, is what I'm calling loosely fan art. Because um, as we started talking about stuff on the show... <laughs> We had people create things around what we're talking about. Um, so I've, I've, I've kept uh, a few of my favourite. I'm going to show you them now. This one, I loved. <laughs> Remember this? This is, I believe, Hutchie, this is when you revealed you were writing a detective series featuring uh, Scoose and Chambo. Um and I, I can't remember who did this. I think it might have been Patrick Palmer, which is responsible for quite a lot of these. We've not heard from him for a while. So I hope you're doing well, Patrick. Um, is this still in production, Hutchie? This this uh, this show because I'd watch it. 
I did I did write a couple of chapters, but I just wasn't happy with it. Um, the pilot just didn't work. That is a shame. I, and that's all I can really say. Um, it began with Luke kind of waking up in a bit of a haze after a busy night on the on the N64 um, and realising that he needed to do something with his life. That was that was how it started. <laughs> but I didn't really get anywhere. Could, of course, launch it now, now they've been released by Cole U. I know, I know Cole's got a job at Berry, but I'm sure there's time to do a little bit of freelance detectoring on the side, maybe. They could catch the wet bandits. They could. Obviously, Stuart, you did a um, a chat with Cole Skews. I'm assuming you didn't ask him about the detective series, but that is available to watch now, friends, if you want to go to our, our website and the app. Good long chat with Cole Skews. Right, Hutchie, this next one I liked because it features this. Wrestling. I believe this is around the time that James Nord and The Rock were best mates. We talked about what our kind of finishing moves would be. Um, and I, again, I think this is Patrick came up with this. You said you'd be something related to Jake the Snake Roberts, which is why you're in the centre of the ring with a snake. Uh, and then we've got myself, Stewie looking probably like he does now, buff, like Stone Cold. And Rossi, with the side-on image, as he always is, looking to tag in. I think that's Andre the Giant, Ross. You'll be able to tell me that on the outside. He's a big man. Yes. Um, so, yeah, do you, any memories of that, Hutchie, being a wrestler? Uh, can I just say no? I've got no memories of that whatsoever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I like that I'm holding a snake, though. Is that is that legal? Uh, yeah. Again, I mean, I did, I did actually once interview Jake the Snake Roberts. He was one of the nicest men I've ever chatted to. Um, and I thought... If I'm right, Rossi, Snake used to bite people, didn't it? As part of the shtick. Yeah, but like not properly, if you know what I mean, because that's like some snakes are venomous, aren't they? So <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> so they could kill a man. Uh, Famously, snakes are venomous, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, he's, he was an interesting character, Jake the Snake Roberts. But uh, I think that's a raw rumble, actually. I think that's a raw rumble, not actually like a tag match. So I think Andre Giants has been eliminated. In the back backdrop there outrageous yeah. jake roberts called me brother the whole way through the interview um there's next to it, animal themed as well hutchie this one i'm calling the deer hunter <laughs> oh dear this is oh dear exactly this uh i believe is when you murdered a sentient animal on the way back from uh from a game that was yeah that was a low point that was on the way home from Oxford, which was a low point in itself, I believe, the game um, on a Tuesday. And then that poor little animal stood stood no chance um, in the middle of the A12 near Colchester. I just its love head, the, the, Its head hit the windscreen on the way over the top. What I love most about this is the way he, he's kind of shrunk your heads to fit the, the windscreen of the car. It does look like you're actually having a chat in the car. Uh, Why has Paul Lambert's head been put onto the deer's body? I th- is that the night where Paul had his unbelievable negativity rant? Yeah, and, it might and, have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was then. I like that he's the whoever made that has got me in the on the driving side. It's just yeah. accurate. I was details. driving details. Um, but yeah, it's all about de- life. Is about small details. Get them right, and you're flying. Right. And whoever the makes next- that is on the road to success. The next one is one of my favourite um, creations that, that people came up with. This is when we were talking about what we'd have done if we weren't journalists. And Hutchie, this this came about from from this. 
I think you, you said you'd be a trout farmer. Um, yeah. And that's why this, this image happened. Um, well, yeah, it, it, that wasn't like my ambition. That You know, when you did that, it was when you did those tests at school and it kind of chucked out a suggested career path. <clears throat> that, that's yeah. what it, that's what it gave me. Trout, trout farmer. Um, I, I went in a different direction. Um, Could have been a different life. Turned away from the money and the, and the women and everything that, that comes with trout farming. And um, I've ended up with what I've got, and I'm okay with that. It's all right. It's, what kind yeah, of I answers do... were you giving to the questions to get trout farmer as a, a suggested career? Who knows, mate? Um, there's a, you, you might, you could take from that that I maybe wasn't taking the quiz seriously. <laughs> maybe. That, that doesn't sound like you. Right then, final one of the fan art section, friends. This is something that I delight in. We share every single week. It's become part of the culture of KOA. Um, and some maybe say this is hyperbole, but I think it's become iconic. And that's this one. <laughs> Gets me every time. So this every is the famous time. This is the famous Friday image we share every week. Well, I share every week. This is is this actually Hutch tackling La Beast? Is this La Beast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead um, behind the eyes. <laughs> you demolished that. Ridiculous easy, didn't you? Actually, but from it was from a massive this, letdown. From this great image, a great meme was born. I believe it's from ITFC memes. Um, <laughs> and I should do it every Friday because it makes me laugh and people like it. Uh, it feels like the end of week vibes. So there we yeah. go. What, what, you, how do you feel about this? Because every every time I tweet this now, Hutchie, you reply FFS. <laughs> um, how do you yeah. feel about being attached to this? I really like it, it anchors me, it keeps me grounded. Uh, it reminds me that it's Friday. Um, Would you still like us to do it after you've gone? That's up to you. I'm not going to stop you. Um, I think I might. I think I might. It's up to, it's, it's, it's your. It's not mine. It's not mine to to use. It's, it's Stu's picture, and he's got a few more of them as well. Uh, he quite likes <laughs> taking pictures of me eating. Yeah, <laughs> Stu's dropping quite a few of these recently. <laughs> I might the friends. Service stations are our, are undoubtedly our low points. <laughs> that when we're coming back from places at stupid hours, sitting in soulless empty service station, it just it just is for my own amusement. And if it brings some joy to others, then you're welcome. I might print that off and put it up in a frame. <laughs> Definitely brings joy. Uh, when um. Fittingly, when I when I told Stu about this exit, yeah. um, I was eating one of them at that moment. The beast? Oh uh, no, I've never go. That's a complete letdown. The beast, absolute joke, really. All that hype, and it's just not. They're just squeezing an extra three quid out of you for no reason. It's just a standard burrito. Right then, now friends, move on. We, we move into a difficult a difficult period of time, which is called COVID. Um, which shut down the studio, it shut down the KOA team. And for a while, we were recording this podcast. This is how it, it came to be recorded remotely. We started by recording it on Teams, I believe, um, which birthed this great moment in KOA history. Now, another legend of Itchwich Town up next, Patrick Kisnobo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Is that how you say that? No? Oh, Kisnobo. Kisnobo. <laughs> There's, there's quite clearly an R in there. Oh. How'd you say it? Kiss Norbo. Kiss Norbo. Oh, Norbo. Oh. Yay. There we go. So, uh, I think... 
I was recording that in my uh, conservatory, which is a sweat box. Stu, I think you're in the same room. Rossi, are you in the same scenario? And, and, and Andy, you're actually in, a, in the same room, but it was much bearer. Yeah. Yeah. When it, when it became uh, evident that we were going to be here for a while, um, I thought I should put some stuff up on the wall. Um, so I did. Um, those were the days, eh? The shadowy arching figures then decided, because we were recording the podcast on Teams, then at some mm. point the, the shadowy arching figures just said, nah, can't uh, can't record stuff on there anymore. Um, they tried to shut us down for a week, didn't they? But um, we fought back. Yeah, we found a different way of doing it. And then obviously over that period, um, Stewie, Mickey, Rossi all went off on furlough. We we had a lockdown summer, actually, where we were recording a two-man pod every week. And it turned out at the end of it, I hadn't actually been plugging my mic in the, the entire time. <laughs> um, professional to the end. Um, and we basically, that was the time where we couldn't, there was no video way of recording it. So we basically recorded it down the phone line. Mm. So we couldn't actually see each other. Um, what are your memories of those while I, while I bring up the next image? Yeah, I weirdly, like COVID is probably the thing I I'm not gonna not fondly, but is the thing I look back on most from mm. from from doing from doing this because it um kept kept me busy, which I I needed. Um eventually we were able to go out to games, which I think Stu would agree kind of kept a bit of sanity. Um felt incredibly fortunate to be able to do that. Um, and very fortunate to be able to mess about on a football podcast during during COVID. Um, a bit of a blessing, really. It was really, really important. Yeah, we tried to keep things normal, didn't we? I remember one of them, we, we did a watch back of the uh, the 2000 playoff final, which uh, I think if you went back and listened to now, it was slightly shambolic audio-wise, certainly. Anyway, we got through that, friends, and then we all went to Dartford, Again, Ross, I'm sorry. I forgot this image doesn't fit on screen. This is the first game back. <laughs> at, it was Dartford, wasn't it? We were at. Mm. Um, memories of that day, boys? The first time there'd been any town fans at a game, I guess, since the was it Portsmouth game, there were a few fans at and Burton before they shut it all down again and then there were no fans. So this was the first time that fans had been back in a in their numbers in a stadium for the first preseason game of that season at Dartford. I remember looking at that picture. You can see Andy is to my left. Um, to my right, a few couple down is, I think it was Jacob Henderson from the media team. And uh, I ended up getting, you know, it was the time where you had to kind of notify uh, if you'd been in, in contact with someone that got COVID by, so by virtue of me sitting in that chair and not in Andy's one when I had to uh, to stay at home for the for the next game. I think they went to Bury or somewhere like that for the next match. But, um, that was the, that was a weird time when you got you got pinged and you got notifications yeah. to say you've been in contact, stay at home. You can see in that picture as well me using my coat as a, a little light box shield. Oh, yeah. Gaming, um, <laughs> yeah. fashioned kind of a little uh, little water cover because I remember quite vividly watching former colleague Carl Marston drown his laptop in the rain um, at a game previously. Just He just left it out in the rain and went inside and did an interview and was shocked to come back and find that it no longer worked. Um, take your laptop inside in the rain is my advice. That's the message. Right then, let's zoom through a few more of these because there's a few more I want to get through before we do the big finale. 
Um, <clears throat> you became attached to a few things, Hutchie, while you, in your time with us. And one of them was the pizza trophy, which resulted in this. <laughs> wow. So this is this is when friend of the show number one, Daryl Jones, sent you a pizza to a game captured by Stewie here. Uh, and one of the times I've, I've seen you happiest in your life with us anyway. Um, what was it? Do you remember what pizza we sent you? Uh, I think it was pepperoni, Stu. I think, I think so, so, yeah. What a lovely, kind... That, that, that's why you're, you're friend of the show number one, Daryl. What a kind um, what a kind thing to do. Slightly embarrassing, I won't <laughs> lie. Um, having someone come into the press room and tell you at a place that is not your place of work <laughs> that, a, that a pizza has been delivered to reception <laughs> um, can, in some people's eyes, make you look a bit of a tit. Uh, however, we had the last laugh because we had a lovely little bit of pizza. Um, in the Papa John's. Another thing you became attached to, Hutchie, for a time when we were grasping onto things as a, as a, as a kind of town fan base, anything that brought good luck to the, to the side. And, and for a period there, it appeared to be linked to what you were wearing on your feet. I'm thinking, are these the right, the right shoes? Or are these the wrong shoes? Are these just the ones that Stu hated? Uh, both, I think. Yeah. This is, I when, like uh, this is when it was you went through a period of wearing them and Tam were winning or not losing anyway. I remember, yeah, I like that. I've still got them. Um, I'll wear them again soon, I think. I, I like them. Stu didn't like them, not many people liked them, but they they for a small period they did the business, okay? Right, a few more pictures, and these, this is basically to wrap it up now because obviously there's one relationship above all other that um, has become a trademark on this show, and that is the Wet Bandits. Only recently crowned the Wet Bandits, but most of the time called other things. Here we go. The boys. Where's this, Stewie? Uh, that's at Shrewsbury, as the badge in the middle suggests. Best seats in the house. That's a good little spot for our post-match video. Was it a good seat? Yeah, decent. Comfy. Yeah, they were like the Excellent. ones you get in the dugout. Yeah, superb. Next up, what's going on here, Hutchie? Is this? Is this? Where is this? Is this? Pl is it? Yeah, that, that's Plymouth. I couldn't tell you what's happening, but I'm very pleased with myself. Over probably a message, perhaps that's been received. Was this just after Janoy had a whiff? Was that that game? <laughs> this is. Um, I know. I know this picture. Um, this is pre-match, and I think you just got off the phone with Warren Page, I think, um, and uh, I just sort of zoomed up and I just took the picture. But I think, yeah, yeah I think you hanged up on you or something like that or whatever. So uh, uh, I think I, I think I hung up on him. Okay, Ooh. yeah, yeah, and and was very pleased with myself for doing so. <laughs> he would not have liked that. Um, That's why I did it. This Warren picture, Page, our photographer. No one's going to know who. Yeah, Warren Page is. <laughs> this picture makes. This picture makes me happy because, again, I, I referred earlier to you being happy about the pizza, but I think this is, might be the happiest I've ever seen you, Hutchie. This is at Bracknell, and this is a still from the video you and did. What was this? Wings and Tings, wasn't it? You were a huge fan of. Yeah, they were built up 
uh, before the game, weren't they? <laughs> we spent we spent weeks talking talking about wings and things, and we got uh, we got to try some, and they were they were delicious. It's a bit of a look of love at Stu there from from me. I'm not really looking look at so, the wings. You just look so content in this picture. It's lovely. Mm. Like this is this is life, uh, and also as part of your relationship, your bond. Obviously, your post-match reaction videos became very popular. Uh, and at one time during this period, you had a cameo from someone else. Ah, Mr. Cook. <laughs> I hope they're speaking well about us tonight. Good night. <laughs> that was good timing. When was that? That was that when they, they tonked um, Pompey, wasn't it? That one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah any, memories? Mr. Any, Cook. any memories? <laughs> I like how I like how Stu brought him in there. Ah, yeah, Mr. Cook, you did well to spot him. Kind of, did you? Was that like kind of in the camera? Did you spot him? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just in the periphery. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that was yeah four nil, four nil at yep. Portsmouth, four one at Wickham. Not around that time as well. Who could have thought that a few weeks later uh, we'd be having a change yeah. of manager? Yeah. Um, right then, I love this picture. This is taken by Turbo Sailor Mike Turbot, and I think it's the best picture ever taken of you two together. Black and white for Moody. I don't know where this is. Um, it's a lovely picture. Fleetwood, I believe. Oh, nice. Mike, place to do it. Mike has a knack of taking pictures of you and I together at Fleetwood, doesn't doesn't he? Um, there's been a few over the years. I, I guess that Mike's probably been at every Ipswich game at Fleetwood. It feels like. <laughs> Feels like his, feels like his venue. Yeah, it's a lovely picture. And just one last one, because then we can have a chat. Is the last day? Sorry, Ross. Again, I forgot this didn't fit the screen. Sorry. Um, so this is the boys after the final game at Fleetwood. Um, at this point, no one really knew that Hutchie was leaving. Obviously, we knew. Um, Hutchie, you knew this was going to be your your last game covering town for us. I think I can see a little tear in the eye. I assume you you're feeling quite emotional at that point, actually. Um, yeah, just <laughs> eager, to, eager to get home. Yeah. It wasn't the day that any of us thought it was going to be, was it? Um, knowing we had five hours of of driving to do, but yeah, like I think I'd probably look back on it with more sort of emotion than I felt at the time. Business business needed to be done. Had a job to yeah. do um, on that day. Um, but yeah, that was um, a nice picture in the sun at Fleetwood um, with the travelling boys to uh, to round things off. And what a way to sign off this season as well, Hutchie. Couldn't have planned that much better. Right, I've got one more thing I need to show you, but I want, I want to leave that for a little bit because there's one more thing I want to do, Hutchie. We're going to do a final mailbag with you. So I need you to sing, please. My wife's asleep. She's on nights next door. It's going to be muted, but it's going to, but it's also going to have full beans given to it. Okay. Mailbag, mailbag. It's time for Mark, Andy, Stu, and Ross to dip into the mailbag. Who's going to take this on? Well, you say there it's going to be us all dipping into the mailbag, Hutchie, but in in essence, it's just going to be you because you're going to be answering ah. the questions. So we've each got two questions for you from ourselves. You you choose the order. Who do you want to go first? I'll start with you, Mark. Okay. First question. I need some. I need some tunes. 
question is this, actually. Who won the Milka Cup? Wouldn't you like to know? Um, I would. It turns out, turns out the final was played last night. Oh. Um, so this is a very, very good time of asking. Do you want to know... Do you want to know Ipswich's path? How how Ipswich got on, and then how did they get on? Yeah. So, as you will all remember, uh, Ipswich were drawn in a group with KUPS of of Finland, FK Jablonec and Rashov Chestakova of Poland. <laughs> um, Town beat Jablonec four uh, nil, won five two at Rashov Chestakova in the first two group games, they lost to KUPS in the third one, but they put the kids out. They'd already qualified path through to the last 16 secured. Once there, they were drawn to face B36 Torshaven of the Faroe Islands. And wow, what a cracker this was. They won 6-5 after extra time. Wow. <laughs> Four goals scored, uh, three goals, sorry, scored in extra time uh, to win that one and progress through to the last eight where they were drawn with 1860 Munich of Germany um, nil-nil at Portman Road in the first leg turned into a 3-0 away win in Bavaria to book a spot in the semi-finals where they were drawn to play to face Viking oh come on the Viking boys head of of Iceland and it didn't go very well Ipswich Town were beaten 5-2 on aggregate Ooh. by Vikingur meaning the Icelanders yeah, meaning it was the Icelanders celebrating on the Portman Road pitch heading to Turkey to Bursa Spores Stadium for the final where they faced KUPS of Finland Cups went, went to extra time again and Henry Toivamaki scored in extra time for the Finnish side, KUPS, to win 3-2 and claim the Milka Cup. How deflating. So Tam went out in the semi-finals mm. and then the Vikinger boys couldn't bring it home. Well, there yeah. we go. For all of you asking, that was one of the, the key questions people wanted to know. Who won the Milka? So we've done that now. Pick another question, Hutchie. Uh, go Ross. Oh, God. Uh, have, you thought, have you thought of any? I have, I have. Uh, pineapple pizza. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I don't know if I, this. I may still Stu's question here, but what are you going to miss most with working oh, with Stu? Make him cry. Come on. Of working with Stu, particularly. Yeah. I mean, it would be quite bold of him to ask, "What are you going to miss most <laughs> about me?" <laughs> yeah, it's his question. Um, what am I going to miss most about Stu? Um, Now you're asking me. The what the worst thing about doing this job, and I've and I've done it elsewhere previously. The worst thing about it is kind of not having not been able to go and watch football with my dad and my brother, which is kind of how I grew up watching football um for years. And I knew that going into this work would kind of end that. And and I've really struggled like I've that's made me consider whether I should be doing this at times, but I've really, I kind of got a new football buddy with Stu. I'd never had another kind of football watching buddy before. Um, and, and 
we've watched hundreds of football matches together in a very different way. It's not it, we're obviously working and we, we're watching it in quite a quite an analytical. Although our conversations have strayed, particularly during the the end of the season, just after Paul Cook took over, some of our conversations, if they accidentally got picked up on like iFollow or something, would have been insane. Um, but I'm going to miss watching football with with Stu because I think we'll be watching the same games, but we won't be we won't be uh, we won't be doing it together anymore. Um, and that and the travelling was kind of like a, a new sort of just a, a new way of, of, of doing it. And I, I've really enjoyed that and I'll um I'll miss that a lot. Oh, that's very sweet. Next you question, want fun, you want something funnier? Absolutely not, no. I like it. Good. We're all about something emotions here, aren't we? Uh Stu, you can ask you can ask a question. Uh will you be cross? If on the first day at Portman Road, when I bump into you and you're all suited and booted, I go, "Oh, friends!" When you're when you're amongst all of your uh, your new friends and you've forgotten about me, will, will you be um, will you be annoyed with me? There are a number. There are a number of things I've prepared myself for. That that is one of them. Um, there are a few others that I'll keep to myself so as to not encourage any of you. Or anybody else for that matter, but um, I'll, I'll let you off because I know it's coming, okay. um, and it will still be funny. We'll uh, we'll we'll both find it absolutely hilarious when you do yeah. it, won't we? So I look forward yeah. to that day. We should say that Hutchie is part of the new job. Um, gets the tailored suit thrown in, which he has to wear on match days. And you probably know from the history of this podcast, Hutchie does not like getting dressed up formally. Um, so enjoy that. Don't tease him for it. If you see him next season at Portman Road, he'll be there every game. So absolutely do not tease him for the the suited and booted look that he's, he's going to be bringing. Um, so look forward to that. Hutchie, you've got three more questions. Who do you want to ask next? Let's keep keep going in the order that we were. We'll go, uh, <clears throat> okay. we'll go back to you, Mark. Hutchie, this is your last day. It's not actually technically your last day. You're under contract until May the 30th, and don't you forget it. But um, for the purpose of this podcast, it's your last day. What would you say to yourself now on your last day if you go back and speak to Hutchie on your first day in the job? Uh, don't don't get fixated on La Beast. <laughs> it's not worth it. Because <laughs> it's just it's just it's just simply not worth it. Um, um smile a bit more on camera in the early <laughs> days. It took me about three years to to do that, I looked thoroughly, very stone faced at the in the at the start. Needed a bit of um, needed a bit of encouragement there. I'll do that. Smile more. Nice, Rossi. Two words, Honda Jazz. You're gonna miss it. It's still parked <laughs> outside my house, mate. And if nobody comes to get the keys back, I'm keeping it. So, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ragging that thing around around town until someone bothers to come and get it. There's been some issues over custody of it going yeah. forward. So uh, um, unless those are sorted, I will be keeping it and might hit up me by any car.com, might run it. <laughs> um, so, no, I won't miss it because it's going nowhere. I think if you put that on the market, you know, like you have these kind of iconic vehicles like um, the, the, the three-wheeler from Only Fools and Horses and the DeLorean from Back to the Future, which obviously actually you've never seen and won't know about. But um, 
the Honda Jazz has, has taken on a life of its own, and I wonder if uh, you could put it on the market as mm. the Honda Jazz that the KOA boys drive around in, up the value. Yeah, this is this crucially this isn't the version of the Honda Jazz that smashed up the deer. Um, this is the next one, the new generation. Um, but yeah, and it comes complete with some Ross Hall's rubbish in the back that uh, <laughs> just ends up in the in the little uh, side pockets every time, doesn't it, mate? Yes, it does. Although I didn't, I didn't travel. That's one sad thing about the Fleetwood game. I didn't travel back with you boys because um, it was all Brenner um, from Beauty Suffolk and Warren, the photographer, um, sort of filled those spots. So I didn't have that that final sort of Mate, game. You didn't miss anything. It <laughs> was a very quiet journey home. Somba. Right then, Stewie, you get the honour of the final ever mailbag question, which your work husband, your colleague, your best mate your confidant will ever take. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. Uh, Hachi, I know you like this. Yorkshire puddings at Christmas? No. I don't know if we've ever covered that. Pineapple on pizza? Uh, some some unexplored avenues? No. Um, no. Uh, I don't know what to ask as a, as a last question. Um, can we still be mates? If you want. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's sweet. Right then, we've done almost 75 minutes of a ridiculously self-indulgent podcast looking back at Hutchie's time with us. There's one more thing I want to play, Hutchie, uh, and then we're going to do an outro. So um, this is your final show. When I told a certain someone we we're going to be doing this, they wanted to record a message for it. And here is that message. Enjoy it now. Hi Andy, uh, just a quick note to say thank you for all your work from you and Stu over the season, uh, supporting the club, following us up and down the country, you've done an incredible job, you've covered a lot of miles with us, we've seen you at a lot of service stations. Uh, and I have to say whilst I'm extremely disappointed that you're leaving EADT, I'm delighted that you're joining us. Um, look forward to seeing you on the 1st of June, um, I'd say get some rest but I don't think you're going to get any. Um, be ready for a lot of hard work, um, be ready to look at this from a different angle. Um, we're looking forward to you joining us, we're looking forward to you bringing your skill set and your professionalism to, to Marcus and his team. Um, but for now, EADT, yourself, Stuart, the colleagues who work with you, thanks for all your support over what's been a truly wonderful season. How do you feel about that, Hachi? That's your new boss, Mr Relentless yeah. himself. I wasn't expecting that. Um, nice little trophy peeking over his shoulder. Yeah. They're in there. Um, little, little Nespresso machine as well, I notice, how the other half live. Yeah, I don't know if there's access to that. I don't know if that um, that if, if, if this comes with access to that or not. That's, I wasn't expecting that at all. I know you weren't. That's why we got it. <laughs> <laughs> bringing oh. up professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's clearly never listened to the pod, has he? <laughs> I like the way he basically doesn't know anyone else other than you and Stu, which, to be fair, I suppose is, is okay. Um, but it was nice of Mark to do that. Thank you for doing that, Mark. Um, take good care of our friend Andy. Work him to the bone. Um, you, you talk about being relentless and starting at 6am every day. Make sure Andy does that. Make sure he wears a suit on match days. Uh, and make sure he, he's still allowed to talk to us. That'd be lovely if that's possible. So, friends, we come to the end of Hutchie's last ever show. 
Stu, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Can you promise you won't ban us? I'm not sure that's in my... I'm not sure that's my decision. Okay. So just behave yourself. All right. All right. I'll do my I'll do my shambolic outro now. This is the Kings of Anglia podcast you've been listening to. Please support our sponsors. Use the code KOA at manscaped.com for 20% off and free delivery. All that excellent club over there. Hutchie, obviously, you will be returning all your Manscaped stuff. That does not belong to you. That belongs to the show. So we're going to need all your, your trimmers back. We're going to put that up as a competition for one lucky, lucky listener. <laughs> Actually, that goes straight to your replacement when we announce them. Your used, your used trimmers. Uh, that's the prize they'll get. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah. I'm deadly yeah. serious. <laughs> yeah, come and, come and get them. I've got a, uh, yeah. a couple of them need a new blade here and when there. I meet you to collect your laptop. I want everything related to Manscaped. <laughs> Um, okay. I'll also be taking back your Ginger Pickle Jumper as well. That's our other sponsor. If you need help with your digital marketing, your uh, your SEO, your Google Ads, Google Ginger Pickle and get involved with Tony Southgate and the boys. And obviously, we're wearing our KOA merch. Me and Hutchie have got the hoodies on, um, which are among the best-selling items. Um, go and get yourself clobbered up at the official KOA merch shop. And also, friends, leave us a five-star review. We've not had one of those in a while. That helps us greatly with the visibility in the charts. Right then, friends. End of the show time. Last words to Hutchie. Rossi, what do you want to say to Hutchie? You are obviously going to see him again, hopefully. But um, what would you like to say in this virtual forum for the last time? Going to miss you, boy. Going to miss you. <laughs> um, it's like an old school of the film. Going to miss you, Blue. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> my boy, boy. Um, but no, it's been, it's been a pleasure welcoming you, my friend. And yeah, I'm sure I'll see you at Portland Road, service stations, away grounds, in the championship. Um, but now, thanks for your help. Thanks for your patience with um, video content and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's been a pleasure filming you and Stu doing so many different content. So, yeah, see you around. Watto. Watto, come on. Final message. Let's see if we can get some tears out this this stone. <laughs> uh, good luck, friend. Good luck. <laughs> there we go yeah to the point to the point actually i'd like to say you've been extraordinary um what you've done with us it's been it's been a genuine pleasure working with you uh you've brought so much to the dynamic of the team you read things that that the rest of us don't have you've got that kind of insight over and above looking at things in a different way which has really been really helpful you've got that kind of calm demeanor which i found very useful at times has been a good counsel to me uh, as a confidant and i've uh wanted to explode you, you talked me down off the ledge a few times which is good um so yeah uh, it's been it's often said that this this job is like nonsense we to, for us to get paid for for doing this is is crazy and it's a it's a huge privilege but over the 25 years i've been doing this job these last five and a half years genuinely have been the best of my career and i think probably a lot of you would feel the same way that kind of chemistry that we we have we've built is not something you find very often um, so I'm, I'm really going to miss you being part of this. Um, and you will always, obviously, remain a king. Um, but I, I want to finish with the words I think you once used to sum up the end of the uh, the good luck shoes, which was um, something on the lines of, don't be sad that it's over. Smile that it happened. And that's what I'd like to take <laughs> from this whole thing. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Thank you so much from all of us. Um, you are and we'll always remain a king. And now, Hutchie, the only way to end this show is, of course, 
with your final thoughts um just just thank you really thank you thank you to you guys um this is the job that i want like writing for the newspaper here was the job that i wanted rather than a trout farmer the job that i actually wanted from the age of probably like 13 so to be able to do that for six years has been has been brilliant um but i think you're right like when we when i started that job it wasn't to kind of be a twice or three times a week podcaster and that is something that's been very different about this job to any other one that i've ever had and any other job that i probably ever will have was being able to do this um and that's where the thank you to all the people that have have listened to us over the hundreds of these that we've done comes in as well because it's really it's really made this sort of a wonderful experience um it's completely changed the way that i've and we all have have worked got to know so many of our listeners in so many different ways over the years whether it's daryl sending a pizza whether it's stefan around the world messaging us from weird and wonderful locations mike just coming out from behind a corner at fleetwood with a camera um taking pictures so so many that that people come up to Stu and I in press boxes to say hello. Some recently kind of um, in home ends that they shouldn't have been in. Uh, a gentleman at Derby came up to us and he shouldn't have been in the home end at Derby, but w- was there to watch Ipswich and just came and a little nod just to say hello. And that's been been really wonderful, just getting to know so many people um, over so many years. We're doing this. So, um, massive thank you, really. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really miss gonna really miss doing it i'll still be listening um and yeah just thank you and i'll see you around <laughs>